Hello, welcome to Women Developing Brilliance. I'm Casey Rossi, your transformative business coach. It's my great pleasure to present interesting stories of creative women sharing their message and lighting up the world with their presence and offerings. Get ready to be inspired. You can learn more about creating a business that you love by visiting kcrossi.com. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. This is Casey Rossi here, your transformative business coach. My guest today is Patsy Culp. She is the founder of And Celebrate and the co-founder of The Branding Edit. Patsy helps passionate entrepreneurs connect deeper with their clients, both on and off screen. So I'm super excited to dive into this. I just recently met Patsy and was immediately drawn to her. And so I just can't wait. Welcome, Patsy. Thank you so much, Casey. It's such a pleasure to be here with you. And I have to say the same. I was immediately drawn to you and your energy. So it's so totally an honor to be having a conversation with you today. Ah, uh, that's awesome. So share with our guests a little bit about your background, um, a little bit about like what kind of juices you up and what brought you to not only one business, but two. Yes. Awesome question. So my journey has not been a linear one. (laughs) I have had sort of this path of seeking and sorting. What is my purpose? Um, When I came, uh, I grew up in a small town in Maine and sort of this theme of celebration ran through my life there Um, as a community that was really supportive of one another and a family that gathered around the dining room table for the littlest things, whether we're celebrating the first day of school or the last day of school or a dog's birthday. And so I had this sort of ethos and theme that was part of who I was. Um, But when I entered college, I didn't know what I wanted to study. I knew people was a passion for me. I have always been a connector. Um, And communication was something that came easily to me, but I didn't really know what my like possibilities were beyond that. So I studied public relations in school, graduated and landed a great job right out of college, but it was in an industry that was not super creative. And so I quite quickly found that I was not feeling fully expressed uh, in myself through that work. And so I started to really invest in myself and my own personal development through the form of workshops and retreats. And I actually went back to school for a graphics, multimedia and web design degree. And there I learned the art of branding and like, how do you express yourself or your business visually, you know? And so that really, that really lit me up. And I continued down this path of sort of taking a new job after a new job while simultaneously learning and growing and, um, through those containers, learning more about myself. And so eventually, this was probably a 10-year period of time, um, I came and did a life coach training certification program, mostly for personal development. But in that, again, all of this information was like being being reflected back to me and helping me gain this clarity. I was connected to someone who was looking for support with a live event. And she had been building a coaching business like yourself and was bringing together a group of people. Her goal was like a hundred people for a three day experience. And at the time I was talking to her because I knew that she supported other business owners with um, helping them refine their offerings. I had at this point launched my blog centered around celebration Mm. and I had met uh, my two business owners in the branding edit 
it at that time as well. And so they were sort of helping me build a visual brand for and celebrate. And I had no offerings. And so she, in a, in a quick conversation said to me, you know, it sounds like you have all the ingredients to support me with this live event. Would that be something you're interested in? So in that moment, it was like this light bulb for me because I had the marketing background I had spent a decade in, the branding support, um, the coaching elements, because as you may know, when you put yourself out there on stage, a lot of things come up, right, during that process. No doubt. And I had made so many connections through all of the jobs that I had previously had to really help her bring that vision to life. So I called upon a friend of mine who was a printer and someone who was a graphic designer full-time and someone who was a, um, you know, a copywriter. And we were able to utilize all of our resources to create a really extraordinary experience for her people. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh my it, gosh. It, it, were you I know. I was like, to like... try to recap that in such a few minutes. <laughs> no, but. I know. But like in that moment where you were just like, okay, this could be a pivoting decision yes. for me. Um, how nervous were you like to say oh, yes and then totally. like have to back it up and figure it out like on the job? Oh my God, totally. It was, it was the most probably nervous and like exhilarating time because I had had all these little steps, right? Like yeah. I've been taking action, but I hadn't, it was like the path unfolded the next right step after the next right step after the next right step. So I just trusted, I had built up enough inner trust at that point to just be like, you know what, this is the closest thing that has been presented to me at this point. So I'm going to go for it. But the challenge in that was I had done all of those components, but in different capacity. So I was building my trust in the process as my client. I'm so she's beloved and dear to me. Um, we've worked several times since then together, but she, she trusted me. She saw something in me that I couldn't quite see in myself yet. And That's so amazing. it was such a gift. That's amazing. And I think there's so much in there to unwrap. And I think right from the very beginning, the very seed that you said, um, you were so blessed to have that seeded back in Maine, you know, growing up with yes. the concept of celebrating. Totally. Because I think that especially in today's climate, we're so used to looking at the next thing on the to-do list. Oh my gosh. So yeah, true. So to take true. A break, to take a yes. breath and to bake a cake and to just yes. like be with the people that we love. Like I just 100%. think that's really special that you had that growing up. And um, we're also lucky that you've had that because it yes. is a part of the thread in your fabric. Yeah. I think the other huge piece is a personal development piece and the, yeah. the self-trust and then even knowing that those next best steps are going to be presented. Um, do you think if you hadn't, and I know that you can't change what destiny occurred, but do you think if you hadn't baked in there the personal growth, the coaching, mm -hmm. um, the self-care, that you would have been ready to pivot and put yourself in front as a leader and say yes? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I, I really, um, it's interesting because I would ask, definitely identify as someone who loves to learn as well. So like you said, it probably would have unfolded maybe a little differently, but I think that sort of inner fire for me of like learning and engaging with new things and new people um, would have ultimately led me in some, in some capacity to be doing what I'm doing now, but it probably wouldn't look the same. Yeah. The amount of clarity, you know, like that amount of, 
you know, you, you, enthusiasm is an ingredient, but yes. clarity, I think, is what really chisel it down. And obviously, that's one of your uh, superpowers if you're helping other entrepreneurs clarify their message and help with branding as well. How do you see your experience of being a life coach play into your current roles right now? Oh, that's a great question. It's so much a part of what it is, what I do, because I'm asking those deeper questions. And so when we, in order to get clear, you have to go deep. You can't just end at the surface. And so I see that come through in almost every conversation that I have. And for a long time, even as I was, I've been building and celebrate to the iteration that it is right now, it's only been two years. And so that first year, I felt like, oh my goodness, I don't even know how to describe what it is that we do because it's so much more than event planning, right? So it's like really supporting and celebrating and helping that business owner elevate their message and their brand and connect on a deeper level with their audience. And so I'm always, right, bringing in those deeper questions. I'm holding space in a way that's also... I'm being really mindful. What is, how is this in alignment for you? Like, how do you want this vision to play out? And how do you want your attendees, your guests, your audience to feel? Because without that, then there's really no point in going forward on this endeavor. And I think so often, especially in the events space, we get quick to the logistics and where is it going to be and what are the details going to be, but we don't pause to ask those bigger questions and to get clear on the overarching purpose. And the one, the events or those experiences or even just brand interactions online that are most powerful are the ones that come from a place of clarity and purpose. It's unbelievable. And I can attest 100% because I just recently attended an event that you planned. And I think the key difference um, is when you talk about event planning, you know, there's many people that can put on a good event, but I think that you're really deepening this as an experience, like you said, and there is a completely different feeling as an attendee mm-hmm. of an event that's been planned well. Like I've been to an event that's been color coordinated, you know, it has some sure. decorations, sure. but the level of an experience that I had from your work, which was a three-day experience. Mm -hmm. And so one, to keep that momentum and consistency, I think it takes a lot of skill and planning and endurance and fortitude. Like a lot goes into it because from the very first day of like being greeted with the most like warm welcome and beautiful spread of fresh food and just being on a rooftop. So like the whole lifestyle aspect was, was, built in that all the way to the very end and the very last day, you know, I really felt cared for. And so it's really a testament to you going deeper with your client and getting them in tune with maybe different aspects that they weren't even aware of that was a part of their brand message. So hats off to you. It really was like the top experience. Um, I enjoyed it so much. Thank you. That means the world. It really means the world. It's like we've done our job when we get that sort of feedback. So yeah, absolutely. Like even little, like the way that the room was set up, the way that like his logo was pictured by a beautiful, like black and white piece of artwork. Like everything was Instagrammable. You know? I was, that was like, part of it too. Gorgeous. You know? Oh, thank you. It's and, funny. We were, and what we do too. And I think 
now even for us, like as we're moving into 2019, it's like, okay, so we've been really honing in and loving up on our clients, but we haven't been doing a great job of sharing our own message with the world, right? So, so many of our clients have come through word of mouth or referral or folks like yourself who attended an event and now are planning an event for their own business. And so they reach out to us that way. But we actually sit and in each and every seat, like the room, the way that that was structured, we felt into once we were there. We had a blueprint of what we wanted to achieve. We knew the vibe, the feeling that we wanted to execute. And so we actually, the three of us, Ashley and Greg and us, um, sat down in each seat. And so it, it, I'm glad that it was felt on the other end because it is it was. Um, and that blueprint, I think, um, it's kind of the 3D version of our business vision. Yes. You know, and I think many times as entrepreneurs, we're left with just like, you know, working it out with ourselves and our laptop and, and creating these wonderful curiosity hooks and mission statements and vision statements. And that's all well and good. And again, it contributes to that clarity. Yes. But I feel like what you do kind of like burst that open into a three-dimensional version of that. Oh, that's a beautiful way to put it. Thank you. Yes, I feel that. You know, it's like uh, tangibly, how is this going to come together? I often say we're, we're taking that brand that oftentimes people are only interacting with online because so many of us have this, I mean, it's incredible, right? What technology has done for all of us to be able to generate a business and be able to connect with clients across the globe. But how does that physically feel? How is that tangibly being lived and experienced by your clients? Um, beyond the walls of these screens that we're on all day. Yeah, it's amazing. So um, what's a common problem that a typical client will come to you and then like how do you navigate them through it? That's a great question. So I would say one of the number one things is clarity, right? They have sort of this loose vision. They, their reason for wanting to gather people together on the event side is generally because they thoroughly enjoy connecting in person with folks. And many of them have found this like appreciation for the technology, but also feeling there's this missing piece. And so they know that upfront, but they're not necessarily totally clear on how that's going to look or what those desired outcomes really are going to be. Or I, so again, going back to those questions, I'm asking, okay, so what's the purpose beyond the container of the event? How, where do you see yourself in your business? You know, a couple years from now, five years from now, because that's going to help us generate the uh, event that has the most meaning for where you want to go. Mm -hmm. So it's like a, an added component. So I would say clarity is probably number one and, and we get there through those questions. And then the funny part is if, if they're already clear, oftentimes they'll come to us because they're in business for themselves and they don't have a large team. They may outsource certain parts of the business, but they don't have a team to execute um, mm -hmm. all of that. And so it's a timing thing. It's like, I, I don't have the capacity to handle all of these details and I want to stay in my zone of genius kind of thing. And so that for us is, and the timing component and the execution is just, um, I see it as like the domino effect. Again, mm -hmm. we get clear up front. That helps us create um, the vision and that blueprint. And then all of those detailed pieces just fall into place based on, we kind of back into it based on yeah. That's amazing. Do you find that there's a lot of education to that? Like, do you find that some clients come to you not necessarily in the beginning um, assimilating everything that this could be for them, their business, and totally. the experience? Totally, yes. And I think they oftentimes, if they haven't hosted an event themselves, they've been um, 
typically who we attract are those who are, are already um, find the value in self-development. So they've attended events or they've been in those environments. So they see the value on some level, mm-hmm. but um, not always do they have the full appreciation of what it can do up front. And yeah. oftentimes I don't think it really hits them until after the fact. Like even though, because the length in which we're working together is typically six months to a year, depending on what the goal is for that experience. And so through it, right, our job is also to remind them to celebrate each and every little step because you can't feel that validation or that energy exchange of being in the room with people um, until you're there and in it and after it and sort of like, oh, wow, like all of that work that we put in, that was what, you know, that was the experience of it. So... That's amazing. I read on your website that like one of the passions for you is to make sure that not only are your clients seen and kind of deeply heard and understood, but that that translates to everyone in the room and all of the attendees. And I'm wondering like how you get there and how you kind of translate that whole um, vibe. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good question. So I could talk about this for days. Yay. <laughs> um, well, I think to be seen and to be heard is really like the ultimate reason, a, a part of our human experience, right? Like that when we go to Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? It's like to feel connected to one another and to be seen and heard. And I think for me in my own journey, as I described the not having that clarity for so many years, I recognize that the, the way in which we can see ourselves is through other people. Like I recently heard this quote, you can't see the label from inside the jar. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, right? So yes. I think many of us who are maybe feeling unclear or stuck, and this is the value of coaching, right? Um, I'm sure you see this with your clients as well, is like we tend to beat ourselves up over it because we don't know. And it's like, we can't know without that container of that feedback. So again, it goes back to getting really clear on what is the purpose of gathering people together? What do you want to teach them in that container? And what sort of energy needs to be in the room in order order for them to reach the transformation you'd like them to provide? So that's going to then play into the details of like, well, what music are we playing during the downtime? And, and what exercises are you introducing? And okay, so if we want them to also leave with like, you know, a, um, a notebook full of contacts when they leave. So how can we facilitate in a way that feels really organic where people are naturally drawing into one another, starting conversations with one another and forming deeper connections inside the space that keeps the community growing beyond the container of the event. Yeah, that's so powerful. It, it really is. So being that um, life is not like this kind of straight line, and you had said that right in the beginning, like I didn't get here in a linear way. Right. I'm wondering if you could share like either a life struggle or a business struggle that you've had, because we all have them. And I think it really helps our listeners to hear that vulnerability because, you know, I think today in a world of glossy Instagram feeds and, you know, curated um facebook you know posts i think it can feel like a little disheartening for someone that's maybe just starting or in the growth phase or in the messy phase or in the pivoting phase you know so i would love it if you could share like a struggle that you had and then like what did you do to kind of like turn it around or overcome it yeah that's awesome question i feel like i'm finally feeling just now in this you know 12 year span like 
huh, like here we are, the train is on the tracks and it's going in a direction that feels really exciting. I spent so much time, even though, so we teach what we most need to learn. I think we probably all heard that too, right? So Absolutely. I'm right there with you. I almost say it on a <laughs> weekly basis. Amazing. <laughs> I knew we were kindred spirits. Um, the idea of celebration, right, has been baked into my ethos as a, you know, as a small child and to now, but that is a daily practice of like, even in the shitty moments, like finding something, being so intentional about like, okay, what is there to celebrate today? Or what beauty can we find in the moments of heartache, despair, frustration, um, confusion? I mean, I think I spent, if I could step back into, you know, even just a few years ago, I show up at these events with my husband, right? So he has had much more of a linear path than I have. And in the industry that he's in, there's a whole different language that they speak and people get into a job and they stay there and they raise to the, you know, for 30 years, his boss just retired from a 35 year stint at the same job, right? And so I would show up in, in those environments and every six months, right? Somebody in his group is saying, Oh, Patsy, what are you up to now? Like I kept taking these next steps, right? But I would change jobs. I was starting the blog. I was, you know, styling, just event styling on the side. I was sort of exploring all these things and it felt so disheartening. I felt like, why the heck don't I have this figured out by now? It has been years, you know, it's been months, it's been years. And even feeling that like I've had such an amazing support from him in the backgrounds, but he hasn't always been able to relate to my path. And so that felt really lonely at times. And what I ended up finding was women um, who were like-minded, who were building similar businesses. And that's where my, my pals, Olivia and Brittany came in and we ultimately started the second business, but they reminded me to keep going. And so it, it was like in this encouragement that came from a place of like, okay, we're in this together, even though we're sort of on our own paths, but we're on parallel paths. So we were able to celebrate and uplift one another all the way through. That's amazing. And I think that anybody who might be feeling like that in this tribe, it's like rely on and make an intentional like outreach to people who you may have felt uh, maybe in a similar place that you are and, and make a, um, a deliberate connection um, to keep those conversations going and support one another. Yeah, you have to find your people. I mean, just as much as we're cultivating our own tribe and our own collection of ideal clients, we have to do the internal work as well and cultivate that tribe of like-minded people that are really putting a lot out there. It takes a very different skill set and emotional set of bravery to do this. And I can very much relate because I'm a child of four and my other three siblings all have very conventional, great jobs, consistent, you know, 401ks and insurance and what the heck is that being an entrepreneur, right? (laughs) And my dad's been a financial investor for 51 years. He still works to this day at 76. So it's really interesting because I've been an entrepreneur for 27 years and I've seen a lot of that feedback, especially from people who love you the most of like, 
when, when are you going to actually get to like a job that has a label, you know, or like, you know, they, they watch your gyrations and it comes from such a place of loving you and wanting the best for you. But it's just like, how's your retirement fund or, you know, these questions that just feel very elusive for entrepreneurial blood, you know, especially in the beginning forming years. So I can really relate to you. I'm really glad that you shared that. And I do think connecting with people that also get it, it's like a different DNA, I think. You know, I think that entrepreneurs that step out and they just know, I have no plan B. I don't want a plan B. Like this, I have to be in this space to be creative. Um, There's some magic in that connection, you know, and when you can find those people and cultivate for that for you, it's like, that's all you need. And some of the the more traditional tools like the 10 year business plan and all of those other kind of like black and white, maybe score based things, you know, they kind of fall away because I think some of the biggest things is enthusiasm that that fuels what you're doing. And when you can kind of ignite off each other, you're like halfway there. Right. I mean, and there's no better feeling than that. And then that lead that's sometimes it's just that little boost that you need to get through the next day. And so I don't know about you, but I definitely, yes, I have that overarching vision for the business, but that's not uber clear. I'm super open to where this may take us. And, um, I've just, I guess maybe that's because that's the way my path has gone all this while, right? I sort of have been intuitively feeling into the next thing and the next thing. And just even in our conversation today, it's like new insights and awareness. And so it's, it's so important to have those folks that are thinking that same way and continuing to, like you said, like give you that little boost that because it can get super lonely. And, and the more you hear maybe some of those conventional things when you are looking right, you, you have to have that internal courage as you described to kind of keep the ball rolling. Um, the scarier it becomes and that's where we can kind of get stuck sometimes. So. Absolutely. So I know with, um, with anybody running one business that it's sometimes challenging enough to build in self care. So I would love to hear from an entrepreneur that's not just juggling one business, but two, um, how do you handle that? Like, do you segment your time? How do you manage like focus, productivity and scheduling and also have a piece of self-care in there with running two businesses? Yeah. Well, the beauty of both businesses is like, they are actually a reflection of who I am. So I feel like, I don't feel like I'm checking in every day, if that makes sense. Like I'm not uh, uh, what do they say? Like clocking in, right? So yeah. I, I'm sort of, it's this fluid thing and the, the scheduling piece, especially with three of us and then being in client front facing things on the other side, on the branding edit side, definitely has had its challenges and we're still working through those, but we are very communicative. So it's all about like, okay, what do we have going on? What's a, what's a concentration for you this week? Cause we each have our own individual businesses separate and aside from the branding edit. But what's cool too is like seasonally it's been working out where, you know, I'm coming off a really busy season in in the land of Ancelebrate. And as I sort of pause there, um, new branding edit clients are coming in. And, And the way in which the businesses are structured is like we're supporting the same clients just in different capacities. It depends on what their needs are and what part of the journey they're on. That's cool. Which is really cool. So that part of it is, and, and I get fueled by being with Ashley on Anne Celebrate side and Brittany and Olivia on the branding edit side. So we are in this constant 
place of creation. So I feel very fulfilled through that. That in and of itself is self-care, right? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, kind of going in the same vein as supporting that need to be around kind of like-minded people, the same goes for who we are around in our team. And I think, you know, obviously you chose a peach with Ashley because I was able to meet her. And I think your vision completely translated because the warmth and and authentic personality that she has, that that bubbly spirit and positivity, like it really shined through. So um, that the way that you build your team, and I I saw on your website as well, your other two kind of unlikely besties you put on your website, it just seems like you're so in alignment with each other. And and it's obvious when reading your bios that you very much complement one another in, in the branding added side of things. Yeah. And, and so, and as far as like self-care, that's kind of, to your point, a beautiful thing because there's already this synergy there. So even when it comes to like checking in with each other and saying like, okay, I'm, I'm feeling myself on the edge of burnout. We give each other that space. And there's so much support around that where it's like, okay, Brittany, I know you've been on photo shoots for the last eight days. Take a day off girl. I'll handle the emails, you know? So it's sort of like this, like, yeah, synergy is like the best word I can describe it. So it feels like we're caring not only for ourselves, but for each other in both veins. And that's amazing. I would love to ask you a question. If you have strategies that you could share with our listeners, because one of the big um, kind of pain points that I hear from them many times is there's not enough hours in the day. Like how can I schedule my social media and, you know, get that all together and write my blog and and develop content, be with my clients, manage on, 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 and on. And then also have like a few minutes to like put my feet up. Like sometimes (laughs) self-care sounds like a farce. It's like, well, that sounds great for you. So people that maybe aren't at a point in their business of having a team and having that really nice um, kind of balance of being able to kind of lean on someone, um, have you found anything effective that you could share that could maybe help them time manage a little bit more optimally? I think batching works really, really well. And so for, so we, we do have like dedicated days. So it's like branding edit concentration. It's typically Tuesday, Wednesdays. And then, um, the and celebrate sort of depending on where we are in the cycle because sometimes you have to be present for the the end result um we concentrate on that we have a monday morning meeting and then we batch in okay these are the high level things that need to be done this week and then sort of say okay well we're going to dedicate two hours to this on this day two hours to this on that day kind of thing so i would say batching has been super helpful for us um, and when it comes to social media, because I know that's a job in and of itself, one of the things that we talk to our clients about on the branding edit side is really, again, getting clear on your, your content strategy. So what is your message? Once you have your message, we sort of have a process that we help people pull out what we call the pillars of content. Mm-hmm. So once we know what your message is and we sort of say, okay, there are five key themes that you're going to be talking about on a weekly basis, then it almost becomes um, standard. So it's like Mondays, maybe you're talking about, uh, you know, your personal experience of the weekend. You're sharing something personal. Tuesdays, you're giving a tip of some kind. You know, Thursdays, whatever your themes are, whatever your core message is, dialing into those on a consistent basis and actually batching that, like dedicating one Friday a month or three hours on a Friday once a month to just sitting down writing your captions and curating, you know, your, your, um, 
visuals to complement that. So that that's so valuable. Right? I really think that's so valuable. And I, I know that many times when that strategy is introduced, people are like resistant. They're like, yeah. I don't have three hours. But if what they don't realize is they're spending at least double that when they're popcorning totally. every day for 10 or 15 I love minutes. that popcorning. That's such a great term. It's so like, okay, well, if you add up 15 or 20 minutes times 20 days, if you're not yeah. posting on the weekends, you're spending a lot more time than two or three hours and you don't have the consistency. Totally. Your message isn't on point. Totally. So I think maybe it takes a level where they get into their business that they get that where they get the, yeah. those little features, even though it may sound like a lot upfront, overall will bring them the biggest return and also mm. keep them in the same vein, right? Like they're totally. in the creativity vein. They don't what, have to. Right, exactly. Transfer. Because I know myself and I fall into it too. Like we are definitely, you know, we're all human and we're all balancing a lot of things. But I know like when I feel like myself getting scattered or like I'm in overwhelm, I'm like, okay, we need to go back to the basics here. What's going to help me get clear. It's like, okay, if I map out three hours on my calendar, even if I end up doing that on a Sunday afternoon when my husband's, you know, watching a football game, then I feel like such ease knowing that that's done and that's not occupying my brain space. Because I think we get into this too with ourselves, especially as personal business owners, where we're like, we should be doing more. We should be, you know, I should have been posting more consistently. I have a lot to say, but it's like the time management thing. So it's like, go back to basics, set some dedicated time apart, like away. And even if it takes you a full month to kind of like get in the groove of it, once you're in the groove of it, it makes it so much easier. It like absolutely does. I really like that. And I love that you talked also about time batching. Do yeah. you use an app or a tool like Trello or Asana to help you kind of segment between the companies and, and where you're going to dedicate your time? We use Asana. Yes. And okay, cool. it's been so helpful. And even you know, the way in which Ashley and I work, I, I am like the front facing person for the client calls. So we're going through a ton of stuff in an hour segment of time. And I just sit there right after the call. We also record our calls. So it's like, that's the place that everything lives and it's all categorized. So like I can then assign something to Ashley that I know she can get off and running with right away. That is, again, it's like freeing up the brain space because I know we all feel this. If we are overwhelmed, we can't be creative. And no matter what lane of business you're in, that creativity is needed in an entrepreneurial track because we're always problem solving in some ways. It's way so true. Way. I love that. That is so efficient. I hope that people start implementing that tip. That was re that's really, really good. I think it's going to help people a lot. So what do you have exciting coming up? How can people get a hold of you? What's kind of on your docket, maybe awesome. for the end of fourth quarter or something new in 2019? Yes. Awesome. Thank you for that question. So I'm really excited because before the end of the year, I'm committed to launching a YouTube channel. Yay. Celebrate. Yeah. So we're calling, um, we're going to be doing two different types of segments. One is um, on Tuesdays, we'll be releasing tips and on Thursdays, we'll be having conversations. So it's going to be titled Caffeinate and Celebrate on Thursdays days where we come together we're over a cup of coffee and we're talking about um, live event experiences and beyond that like how are you tangibly living your brand and so as you know I love being in conversation with people and connecting people with other people that could potentially benefit their business and their personal growth. That's so cool. I can't wait about that. Yes. Thank you. And, um, beyond that, uh, and celebrate.com or the branding edit.com. And then, uh, you'll find us under those same names on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and yeah, always drop me a line. Email is really easy as well. I always respond. 
That's awesome. And I was totally like drooling over your Instagram and over your websites. Everything is just so beautiful, well put together and really a reflection of what your clients can expect to receive to kind of up level their own brand. Awesome. So yeah, it was, it's, it's been really fun and that is so cool. So I know you shared a lot of wisdom, but I was wondering if you had like a final bright light piece, mm. a quote or something motivational that you have maybe relied on or received benefit from that you'd like to share. Yeah, there are two major ones that I keep going back to. The first from Maya Angelou, which is, and I'm probably, I'm going to paraphrase it, but essentially people won't remember what you say, but they will remember how you made them feel. Mm-hmm. So that is part of our mantra and, and through all of the client experiences we're creating through and celebrate. Um, it's really tapping into how do we want our guests to feel? How do we want our clients' guests to feel? And how do we want our clients to feel? Um, and, and so it, it's about people also, I think we all forget that we make emotional buying decisions and we're buying the person more than we're buying the thing, the product, the service. And so yes. keeping that in mind, even if folks are thinking about oh, how do I get my message out there or how do I share that in an authentic way, it's like share who you are. And the added benefit is like the expression of who you are in the work that you're doing is going to help them, right? That's um, beautiful. And then Oprah, Oprah has been quoted saying the more you celebrate – there more there is to celebrate. So mm-hmm. I'm like, thank goodness, girl, you said that so well. I'm going to use that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that is going on the back of my business card. Oh, I love back of my business card. Um, but it's so true. And I've found that like, even on my darkest days, really taking the time to say, okay, yeah, that may have been really shitty and this is not feeling great right now. But um, there was this element that was really beautiful or I was able to connect with so-and-so today and she really uplifted my day. Um, and, and paying it forward, right? Like, I think when we get in that place of uh, heaviness, if we could just reach out and like do something from a place of love for another person, it instantly uplifts us. It, it definitely does. I mean, they've even done brain studies that it increases right? the serotonin and that feel good hormone is, is surging. And even when people watch other people do something good for someone, it will spike their brain and light up areas of their brain. So let's celebrate some more. When can we have another party? <laughs> I would love to. I would love to have you come on, uh, caffeinate and celebrate when we get that launch. So let's. I would love to. That would be amazing. We'll continue the party, and you're just a joy. And I really, you know, you can tell that you live in that intention. You're steeped in what you're teaching. And so um, we're really all blessed to have that kind of radiation from you. So thank you. Thank you. It's been such an honor, Casey. It's always a joy to talk to you. So I look forward to future conversations and celebrations. All right. Sounds good. Let's do it. Thanks. Thanks.